Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Hey, it's Greg Harrelson here, and uh, I'm going to just kind of switch things up a little bit. Usually, you know, I bring guests in from all over uh, the country to talk about the real estate industry. I decided to do something a little bit different. Today, I brought in Lori, Lori Sorensen, who is an agent in my office. And um, uh, we'll, we'll kind of talk about Lori's story, um, get some good information on how she went from, you know, from, from the beginning of maybe not doing that much production to now doing a fantastic job building her business, doing quite a bit of production. And then we'll talk about some of the frustrations and obstacles that she, uh, that she had to deal with and overcome and, um, and just let it flow like that in hopes that we can provide some value and give you some tips that'll help you in your business. So say hello, Lori. Hey, everyone. Good. And Lori, your last name is Sorensen. Spell your last name because some people may actually go look you up on uh, Facebook to see what you're up to. Okay. S-O-R-E-N-S-E-N. Okay. So let's just jump right into it. I'm, as you know, being around me as much as you're around me, you know, I'm not one to just BS too much. I like to just jump right in and, and yes. get the meat of the conversations. So how long have you been at, um, at the company with me? I'm in my fourth year so with fourth, the Harrelson Group. Okay. And, and how long have you been in real estate? Because you came from West Virginia, right? You, you relocated here. How long were yeah. you, have you been licensed in real estate? Six years total. Okay. So you had your license two years before you came here. Mm-hmm. And what, um, what kind of production were you doing prior to uh, coming to Myrtle Beach? So I believe my first year in business, I had 10 sales. Okay. That's not bad. And, and that was in West yeah. Virginia? It was. Okay. I was a stay-at-home mom. Okay, good. So I like to say that. Yes. Yeah, that's good. So you were kind of full-time mom and, uh, and, yes. and in a way part-time real estate agent. Um, I'm yes. sure you were taking it seriously. Um, but mm-hmm. the reality is, is the mom duties are, 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 are plentiful. So when you came yes. here, what, um, you, you came here, you were doing maybe 10 deals. Is that, you did 10 deals the year prior to coming to Myrtle Beach? I did, yeah. Okay. Good. So tell us, where are you now in your business? What kind of business did you do last year? I closed 61 transactions last year. Okay, good. So you're growing your business. So let's talk a little bit more about um, your, your, your production, your, your, your business model, things like that. You, uh, you tend to work more buyer side transactions. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, out of the 61 transactions, how many were buyers versus sellers? Probably 55 buyers. Okay. Maybe five or six sellers. Okay. And is there a reason why you, why are you doing, why is that the way your business looks? Why are you choosing to work more buyers than, uh, than listings? Or is that not even a choice? I mean, tell, you know, did, is that by design or by default? <clears throat> I would say it's by design. I enjoy the buyer process more so than the listing side. Um, I take listings from past clients or centers of influence, but I really love um, going out with buyers, showing property. I love that whole process of helping people transition into the area. That's yeah. just where I'm stronger at. Okay, good, good. And and so while you're building your business, um, I would assume that it's safe to say um, that however you were doing business in West Virginia, uh, when you came here, 
um, we kind of do business a little bit differently. And I don't know that that's better or worse, but we're, what were some of the, the biggest like ahas or, 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 or anything shock you when you made the transition from being not only in a different market, but more importantly, a different company and then come into our company. What were some of the adjustments that you had to make through that process? So the market that I was in in West Virginia was not competitive at all. So when someone was working with me, they were working with me. There was no, they were speaking to no other agents. That was just, I never had to convey value. So in thinking of something that I stumbled on and then have really learned from, um, we did a call, a video call when I first started, and you asked me the value I bring to a con- um, to a, a client or a transaction, and I had absolutely no idea what to say. Mm. I was like, I really have never thought of that. You know, what is my value? What what can I say to make myself stand out? What can I deliver that other agents aren't delivering? And so now I know 100% what I'm bringing to the table. And I know that when I speak to a buyer, they're going to speak to five other agents. Mm-hmm. In West Virginia, it wasn't like that. So I yeah. think here doing business, I've learned that I have to set myself apart from the other agents. God, that's, that's fantastic. So um, <clears throat> I, we don't have to go into like all the value that you would bring, but what do you think is a value that you do bring uh, to a client that uh, would separate yourself from, a, uh, from, from other agents? Like, what are one of the things that stands out in your mind when you say, you know, if somebody asks you, what is your value? You know, what, what is on your mind? I would say that, you know, market knowledge, you know, we're constantly learning here at the Harrelson Group. Um, I'm constantly immersed in an environment with listing agents and coaching calls of learning how to take care of clients from start to finish. This is what I do full time. Yeah. So I'm really going to be transparent about the area, about the market, past sales. And I think that really sets me apart from other agents here. Yeah. Yeah. So um, now is that something you tell them? Um, like when you have a new client and, and you know, I, I get and hear I hear you uh, loud and clear that you have to have in your mind that you have some value and you have to, the better you understand and, and, and believe in your value, the value you're going to deliver, the stronger you're going to be, the more confidence you're going to have. Now, is that something that you tell them or is that something that you just try? It's more of a bean and, and you just, you know, hopefully they pick up on it. No, I tell them, okay. whether it be on a phone call, when I first introduce myself and explain to people what a buyer's agent is and what they can count on me for. So I say it on every single phone call. And I actually do it now. I, in the last year, I started doing it in person after we meet for the first time. And I kind of just say, you know, I don't want to sound salesy, but I want you to know what you can count on me for. And I do it face to face as well just so they see that I'm going to deliver to them. Uh, they can count on me. Yeah, that's fantastic. And fantastic. And for those that, that are hearing this, I had a feeling that was going to be her answer. And the reason why I kind of wanted to bring this out in, 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 on, on the video is I think too often agents just assume that the buyer will see value in them. Like, okay, if I just show up and I'm nice and I build rapport, you know, they're going to see value. But we as agents have to, we have to actually paint the picture. 
of, hey, this is what you can count on me for. So when she said, hey, I just want you to know this is what you can count on me for, like that's no matter what she, how she finishes that sentence, that in itself separates her from most comp- from most agents in the marketplace because most agents or or I should say most clients or customers they have no clue that whether they can count on that agent not count on their agent they don't even know if they should be counting on them or if they should just rely on the internet so by you making that statement no matter what else you follow it up with that's going to strengthen your relationship so that 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 is awesome what are some of the the um, frustrations that or obstacles that have uh, you know that you've experienced while building your business from say ten deals to now over sixty. So, putting a schedule in place and really sticking to it, um, I hired a part-time assistant about six months ago to help me because I was starting to find myself scheduling appointments during prospecting time um, and just kind of intermingling activities. So I'm still a work in progress there, but the assistant is helping me. And I really do see the value of, you know, calling for three solid hours and not getting distracted and just learning to put that schedule in place. Yeah. That has been... And you're not necessarily calling because a lot of people that will hear this will say, oh, she's calling. Well, that's one of those uh, Greg Harrelson agents. You know, they're just prospecting, cold calling all the time. You're not cold calling. Who are you actually calling uh, for your three hours? So I'm following up on, um, you know, property I've sent out, touching base with people that have said they're six months out or a year out, calling new leads that I've received. Um, really mine is not cold calling at all. It's people that I've spoken to before or some new leads, um, but really just working my database. Mm-hmm. Good. Now, now one, one of the values of doing as much buyer business uh, that you do is eventually these buyers become sellers, right? So mm-hmm. have you been thinking about what, what are you doing now? Because four years, so the buyers that you had four years ago, they're getting close to the point where they might start thinking of selling. And then the ones that are three years ago, they might not be as close as the ones that bought from you four years ago. But as you're building this buyer business, you're also building a, a, a database of future sellers. What are some of the things that you're doing to, uh, to keep in touch with them or just make sure that the, that the value that you had didn't stop at the closing table? So I'm checking in on them periodically. I touch base. I send them a Christmas card. Um, I set them up on a sold search um, just to keep them updated on things that are selling in the market. And we've really, you've started really talking to us about what that conversation looks like. So um, I am starting to call and just touch base and let them know that there's, you know, low inventory and things like that. But um, I am getting a couple listings for my past clients. Good. And it, I, it's picking up. Good, good. And I don't know if you um, if you saw the email or I'm not sure if I texted it to you to a, a notification, but I did create a pass buyer campaign for Contact Junkie that you could take all your buyer old buyers, put them into Contact Junkie and run a campaign on them looking for listings. So if you didn't know that, you could talk to Abe and get him to transfer that okay. thing into your account and you can just kind of knock it out all at one time. And then I recommend you probably do that once every quarter, once every six months, you create a campaign in Contact Junkie. And then once, I, maybe not every quarter, but I would say every six months, 
run a, mm-hmm. a two to three day campaign on your past buyers that are have purchased outside of one year. So these are people that are purchased one year or later, run a campaign on them every six months, a three to four day campaign. And uh, I, I just have a gut feeling that you're going to get a tremendous amount of business with that. Because I think one of the, your strengths is that when you do uh, work with buyers, I think they stick with you. I think they mm-hmm. actually really enjoy working with you and they become very loyal. And, and the key is, is they will, the, the, the loyalty can continue to grow after the transaction as long as you're uh, keeping up with them. Well, I don't want this recording to go too long because I just want to give some people some, you know, some, some brief information. But if there was a new agent or a new agent to our company, a brand new licensee, or just agents out there that are looking to, to, to grow their business, lost my earpiece here. Um, what, what is, what's a bit of advice that you could give somebody right now? And we'll kind of leave them with that. <laughs> I would say, um, we have such a, a wonderful opportunity within this company of showing up and being immersed in the environment. I mean, that the room is incredible that we all work in together. And I would say, don't be intimidated by it. We all are honestly here to help one another. And so I would say, immerse yourself, show up, make the phone call, and don't get scared. I've been scared before of like worrying about looking stupid or saying something. But really, you know, we have so much um, that other agents would, would love to have and just show up and, and come to the training center. I, that would honestly yeah. be my best advice. Yeah, that's just good. Come in and make some calls with us. Yeah, and 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 I appreciate that, and um, and I and I surely would agree. Of course, the audience would say, "Well, Greg's biased." Of course, he's going to agree <laughs> to that. Um, but the reality is this: is what I hear you say. You, 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 you. The advice that I hear you giving is allow yourself to be a little bit vulnerable. Allow mm-hmm. yourself to kind of step out of the, the that box. Allow yourself to, you know to get uncomfortable. And it's when you're vulnerable, mm-hmm. when you get a little bit uncomfortable, when you're outside of the box, when you're facing those fears, that's where growth occurs. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I, I, I mean, whether or not you thought of it like that, because I know the journey that you've been on, you know, I think you first came in and you probably picked an area in the corner and tried to hide. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. probably tried to act like you were talking to people when you really weren't because you were afraid yeah. that people would hear you saying things that yeah. maybe you were insecure, that maybe you didn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now you, you just come in and you're one of the, you know, ones that's coming in early and you're doing your business. You seem to have confidence and whatnot. And now you're business is growing. And that is so common. Like it's very seldom that I see people walking in tall with their chest, uh, you know, bowed out and they're like, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm not afraid. Just about everyone is Mm -hmm. a little bit scared, has a little bit of fear, is uncomfortable. And I actually don't believe you can get to the next level without some discomfort. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking what you just said and expanding on that. But any thoughts, final thoughts on that? No, I think that's exactly what I meant to say. Exactly. That's what I thought. <laughs> exactly what I said. Yeah. So there could be some people that are going to hear this recording that are outside of um, our office. How can somebody reach you if they want to send you a referral? Maybe there's agents across the country that want to send a, a referral down to Myrtle Beach. What's the best way to reach you? You can email me at lauribsorensen at gmail.com and my mobile number is 843-503-5880. 
Fantastic. Well, great. That, that's a, uh, thank you so much. We'll just wrap it up with that, Lori, yeah. but thank you so much for contributing. And for those that are in the audience, I recommend that you actually, uh, you know, play this video a few times. She's dropped a few nuggets in there that I think can really make a difference. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Lori. Thanks, Greg. Bye.